Learn Persian with Chai in Conversation, Rumi's Divanisho Part 2. Salam barhamegi and welcome to the second lesson of Rumi's beautiful poem, Divanisho. In the first introduction lesson for this poem, I talked to musician Farid Shafi Nuri and we went over a lot. We learned about the overall meaning of the poem and talked about its musicality. We also talked about the rhythm and the expression of the poem. In this lesson, I'm going to go over just the very first two lines of the poem and really go through the individual words and phrases in the first two lines. We'll go over how to use these words and phrases in everyday conversation and use them to build your conversational Persian vocabulary. I want to take these lessons nice and slowly so you learn a little bit of the poem at a time. When I say a word and phrase in this lesson, I want you to repeat it out loud with me. Make it a point to start memorizing the sections that we learn as you listen to these lessons. So first, we're going to listen to the first two lines of the poem as read by Fadid. دیلت رها کن آشقا دیوانشو دیوانشو ون در دل آتش درا پروانشو پروانشو I want to begin by going over the meaning of دیوانشو and specifically شو since it shows up so much in this poem. Even in the next line where we see the phrase پروانشو we hear that word again. So دیوانشو Although Fadi translated it as be crazy in his translation, means something closer to become crazy, become mad. So the word divane means crazy or mad, as in madness. And sho is short for besho, which is a common word for become. And it's in the second person informal. And it's a commanding word. You informal become crazy. It's commanding you to become crazy. So I've also translated this as fall into madness because I feel like that captures the essence of this part of the poem. As you know, it's impossible to translate something completely, and that's why it's so good we're learning these poems in their original language. So let's repeat this together now. Now let's go over the first part of the sentence. So, hilat. And this is the word for trickery or deception. So, Fadi translated it as games. So, games with a negative connotation like tricks. Hilat. Next, the word raha. And this means free. Raha. And this is also a popular woman's name in Persian. Raha. Next is kon. And just like sho is short for besho, a command, kon is short for bokon, also a command. So it's a command and it means do. It's directed at the second person informal, just like sho. So you informal do. Kun. So the whole thing together, hilat rahakun means you do free yourself of deception. Hilat rahakun. And then he says, 
Oshira. And this means lovers. Oshir is the word for love. Oshir. And Oshira means those who are in love or lovers. Oshira. And in Persian poetry, Oshira are a whole class of people, the lovers. They are the ones that matter, the ones that love. So this poet is addressing them. And you reading the poem, you are the lover. So from this very first line, Hilat raha kun meaning free yourselves of deception, lovers. Let's repeat this together. Hilat raha kun And then he says, Divanisho, divanisho. So become mad, become mad. Let's repeat that part together. Divanisho, divanisho. So basically, from this very first line, Rumi is establishing that once you let go of games, once you let go of this facade, this trickery, you become mad. So this idea of madness or drunkness, it comes up a lot in Sufi poetry. It's not something to run away from. It's something that is to be desired. It's a desired state of being. Because once you're actually mad, that's when you let go of ego, which is another way of saying this concept of letting go of deception, letting go of what's not real. That is madness. So becoming real, in a way, is the same as becoming mad. Divanisho. So let's say this full sentence again together. Hilat raha kun aashira. Divanisho, divanisho. So again, let's listen to that full line as read by Farid. Hilat raha kun aashira. Divanisho, divanisho. And now let's listen to the first two lines again. Okay, now let's go over that second phrase again. And let's start with the command in this phrase. So like I said in the last phrase, is short for bisho, which is a command. So become. And in this case, he says, and this is the word for butterfly. So you, informal, become a butterfly. Parvanisho. So then, vandar dele otash. So vandar is two words together. Va and andar. Va is the word for and. Va. And this is used all the time in conversational Persian. You'll hear it over and over again. Va. Meaning and. And it's combined with andar. So together, those two become vandar. So it's like saying them fast. Vandar, vandar. And andar is the word for into. Andar. And this is not a word that's used in conversation today. It's more of a formal poetic term. But again, it simply means into. Vandar. Then we have dele otash. Atash is the word for fire. Sometimes in conversation it becomes atish. 
And these are both interchangeable. You'll hear them all the time in conversation. Autash and autish. Del is the word for heart. Del. So dele autash is the heart of the fire. Dele autash. The e sound binds the two together. Del e autash. It's called an ezofe, and it's the way you denote possession. So the heart of the fire, dele autash. Okay, let's review the sentence again. It's vandar dele autash dara. So what does dara mean? Dara is the word for into, and it's not one that's used in present conversation. So let's repeat that together. Dara. So it's another one of those poetic terms, and it means into. So vandar dele autash dara, it means go into the heart of the fire. Vandar dele autash dara. So let's repeat this again together. Vandar dele autash dara. And then parvonesho, parvonesho. So now let's put these two together and listen to the full selection. Ilat raho kun oshiro. Divonesho, divonesho. Vandar dele autash dara. Parvonesho, parvonesho. Wonderful. And hopefully this time around, you understood all the words in this first selection. So as I've said, we want to keep these lessons nice and short and go through the poem in bite sizes. And there are some heavy concepts in this poem, so it'll be nice to sit with it one phrase at a time. So let's practice these two lines in full one more time together. I'll say it once and then repeat it after me. Divanisho, divanisho. Vandar dele autash dara. Parvanisho, parvanisho. And if you've noticed, I've recited it with that 6-8 structure that Fadid talked about. Uh, so that's one way to do it. You could also do it in 4-4. Four, four, but this is Hilat raho kun au shiqa Divanesho, divanesho Vandar dele au tash dara Parvanesho, parvanesho So I want you to listen to the recording of Farid singing this poem. That will help a lot with memorization as we go through the poem. And the link to that is on the show notes for this lesson. And also, just keep repeating these first two lines over and over again in whatever kind of rhythm that you want until we get to next week when we're going to go over the next two lines. So that's it for this lesson. Thank you for listening, and I will catch you on the next lesson for Rumi's Dimonesho Part 3. <laughs>